again I didn't have it. I thought for sure I was going to have it this time. I thought I was going to have it this time. I'll get it on one of the next drops. I'm going to come in and be like, motherfucker. I got I to gotta be warmed up for it. So, that was the very first time in the history of this show you lucky listeners got to actually hear vinyl being transferred to your ears um, through the show. So, we talk about music all the time. Oh, this is a Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast presents songs to sip to, and we are definitely sipping already. Uh, this is episode 58. I am Edward Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue. And I am Ray, other known as Dobby. And uh, we went record shopping today. Uh, thank you. Stimulus check. Um, we'll get into what we picked out in a little bit in our second team outing at uh, One Purchase Street Records. And uh, what just what you just heard there, Ray, tell everybody what they just heard. They just heard Entombed, the opening track to Clandestine, which is Living Dead, I believe. Or yep. Living, yes. Dope. And uh, again, we have a, a record player actually hooked up to our setup here. So what we're going to do, because this is the first time we've ever tried this, um, even though we've always talked about vinyl and whiskey and music and everything else, we've never been able to actually play you do it. I've never had one of those yet. Is it sour? No. Yeah. So toxic. toxic. Toxic waste. Probably gonna ruin the whiskey. Probably. Probably. I have warheads in there too. If you want, to, and crybabies. Remember crybabies? They'll fuck your day up, man. I had one of those mm-hmm. yesterday. I was like, God damn. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> Look at his face. I haven't had one of those toxic waste ones yet. I had a feeling that those was gonna be rough. My uh, two-year-old nephew had one yesterday, and he had no problem with it. So that means we're both pussies. <laughs> I'm afraid, and he just, he went for it. Um, was it good? Rough. Once you get past like the dusting that they have on them, yeah, yeah, they're normally pretty. All those candies are always pretty good once you get past that first initial thing. Um, yeah, so uh, we finally hooked up a record player to the sound system, um, but it, when it does take a minute to like find a song and put it on there until we get proficient at it, as far as like a setup, um, we're only gonna do one song a piece um, for our picks tonight. So we're still gonna do three songs each, and uh, we're still gonna break them down the way we always would. Um, what you're going to hear whenever we do start playing them, Ray's going to go first. I think I'm going second, and then Steve. And then uh, the first song we each play is going to be from the actual vinyl, from the record, which is fucking awesome because that sounded great. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm actually impressed with how well that sounded. Um, so it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to have that. Um, but we have you know, nothing crazy to go into yet. I'm sure this will come up with things to talk about. I just spent a couple days in New Hampshire, which none of you all want to hear about that, but it was fun. It was nice and quiet and peaceful and good for the fucking soul and the brain picked up a bottle of rough rider straight bourbon whiskey it's uh finished in brandy casks i think you've brought this before Steve. yeah i think you're all right but for a 30 dollar bottle of yeah. whiskey it's not a bad bottle. i think it was one of like four bottles i brought and we didn't drink much of it i still got a bunch left well now we know we like it now we so, know uh we do have a little bit of that litchfield left and a good chunk of that knob creek left also so i'm probably gonna have a little bit of that litchfield next just because i, I don't remember i remember liking it but Dobby drank most of it that mm. night, so I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna not Ray. Dobby yeah, drank yeah. most of it, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a little snort of that just to just to wet my whistle again. And um, but uh, Steve so lovingly hit us up the other day and was like, "Hey guys, I uh, have some extra cash burning a hole in my pocket. Do you guys want to do a, a record store trip?" And Can't me say being no, no I'm, <laughs> me being on vacation, and uh, Ray 
always being down for vinyl, uh, we inclined and we went up and Steve pulled a fast one and mysteriously <laughs> forgot his wallet as he walked up with the you know best stack of vinyl and I grabbed a couple things. So here's what we'll do: Ray grabbed the most and he's gonna be kicking us off tonight. So Ray. Tell everybody what you grabbed today. All right. And uh, if there was anything that you saw there that maybe is on your wish list for next time. I picked up Dark Throne, the Underground Resistance. I picked up Entombed, Clandestine. I picked up Opeth, Black Water Park. Great album. And Tool Lateralis. Because I have to have one more tool added to my vinyl collection. Which I get it. We all have our things, you know? Yeah. Steve, what did you get? Let's see. I grabbed... Oh, I get the mic. Spenny doesn't want to let me read my yeah, album cover. Spenny's really excited about Boys Night, my dog. He's like a formal member. So I grabbed How. Uh, that's a great let's pick. Let's see. I think. Oh, Full of Hell. That's I a, grabbed Emperor. In that's the Night Side Eclipse. That's a good score. And Candlemass, Epicus, Dumicus. That's Metallicus. a great album, too. And uh, I. Grabbed uh, He Is Legend, the album called Few, F E W, Few, um, which I, will, I, will, I need. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of that band. Um, I'd like to have more of their stuff on vinyl. It's kind of hard to find. So when I saw that, I, I jumped on it because they're not a, a bigger band. Um, and for like 18 bucks, brand new, I thought that was a pretty fucking solid score for one of my favorites. I grabbed uh, for myself Crowbar, Symmetry, and Black, which as soon as I found it, me and Ray both were like, like as soon as Ray Our was eyes like, both kind of went up. We were like, hmm. yeah, we were both like, hmm. Ray had already cashed out. I was still looking for one more. And uh, I was like, oh, one of us has to walk away with this. It yeah. was a brand new one, 22 bucks. It's equally one of our favorite albums. We've talked about it a bunch. This is the album that got me to like fall in love with uh, Crowbar, and it's due to Ray because I, I wrote them off because their older stuff just. I was into that stuff when they were bigger before Down blew up in like the early 2000s. So the sludge doomy thing wasn't really my thing. So I kind of like had a different opinion about what they were going to sound like in my head. Um, but ever since like 2011, it was that album was Sever the Wicked Hand. Then it was this album. Then it was uh, The Serpent Only Lies. And then there's one other one. There's four. What the fuck is the fourth one? I can't remember right now. But. Either way, there's four albums since like 2011. All of them are fucking untouchable. They're just they're just one banger after another banger, and this is one of them. And uh, uh, you'll hear some of that later. And I also picked up for K Dog. Uh, I'm, I'm a big '90s grunge fan, as is she. Uh, a band called Hole, who is Courtney Love. Everybody knows that. Their uh, album that kind of made them famous before they became famous was uh, Pretty on the Inside, is what I grabbed for her, which is super. It's I can't believe that. I found out on vinyl. And I made sure. To, Steve's really good about figuring out whether it's worth it or not. Because I wasn't sure if that was one of those ones I could probably just go get a repop of for 20 bucks somewhere. Yeah. But I've never seen I've never seen a whole record before. And so. it's I'm pretty sure it's an original. So it's worth paying, uh, you know, 10, 15 extra bucks for it. Yeah, it looks like an original print. Yeah. Like the, the cardboard and everything. So yep. it didn't look like a repop. Um, so that's that. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to listening to that eventually with her later on. Uh, but... Uh, what did I see there today? The first Soulfly album you picked up, I my my jowls got a little moist. But uh, I'm aware, like I have like a fifty dollar cap when I go to those places at the, this point in my life because, and even then, I try to stay far away from that because I just I don't listen to vinyl as much as I should at this point. Well, the way my set, setup is at the moment, and 
so I, I'm literally kind of just wasting money when I when I buy these things. This yeah. is more these are like uh, luxury buys when I buy them because mm-hmm. I don't I don't have the time to listen to them as much. Um, but um, that was one of those ones. That's one I have a Soulfly tattoo in the back of my leg. That's yeah. one of my favorite albums. So that's that's one that was tough to put for forty dollars. I mean, that's an album that you know so well that uh, it's just it's it's a tough one. If that was like. Twenty-five, maybe even thirty dollars. I, yeah. I might have pulled the trigger yeah, on yeah. it, you know. <laughs> I might have too. Forty dollars just seemed a little steep for me. That's too much. Um, and hey, and uh, what else? You could probably go on Amazon and get it for twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, th- I mean, there's always a bunch of there's a bunch of I would love to have bigger name stuff, but the one that really was hard for me to put down was uh, Typo Negative Dead Again was on vinyl. That album this is the old, this is the last album they wrote and put out, uh, two thousand seven, I believe. Or yeah 2007 and uh it's fucking phenomenal i actually just i listened to it like three times last week because i i don't that album i wasn't into the one that came out and that's the last thing peter did before he died and that's the only album that's not on roadrunner so that's the only album they don't have the rights to mm-hmm. so the fact that like it's not it's not on spotify because they don't have the rights to it so the fact that there was a fucking vinyl i don't give a fuck if it's a german copy or fucking like but i also just saw them post that they're in the work. They're they're finally working it out legally, so they are gonna have it back. So I'm I'm gonna hold out for when they get it back because mm-hmm. I'll pre-order it from the band because that's I, I think that's right for some for something like that. I, but it's it was tough, to, but it was sixty bucks too. Yeah, I don't know why all the all their reissue stuff is like super expensive. I don't I don't really get why. I don't know if it's an import or what, but some of it, yeah. Well, like the Manson stuff is expensive because. Maryland Manson stuff has never been. No, I mean typo specifically. Oh, t- yeah, typo is yeah. too. Yeah, because again, yeah. it's no the, matter where you go, it's expensive. none of their stuff has ever been on vinyl. So like vinyl wasn't a thing in like from '94 through yeah. whenever you know. So and the, that band just when they blew up, it wasn't it just wasn't around. So I don't. It's all being reissued now. I'm waiting for a reissue of uh, Through Silver and Blood, at some point. I don't see. I don't. I don't. I don't see. I mean, maybe. But I think it got reissued. I think I saw something. Ago. I looked it up through Neurot Records or whatever it was. Yeah. And fucking, it basically just said, email me when uh, we have this again. And I think it was like 36 bucks or whatever, but. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what, did you guys see anything that you would have? Uh... I looked at Thorns. Thorns was a possible. Um, yep. So, other than uh, Thorns, I looked at fucking the Metallica albums. And uh, I was looking at Garage Inc. for 16 bucks, but it only had a few tracks on it. And uh, other than that, Social D and Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Oh. Yeah, you should ask for that. You should be like, yeah, hey, you got any Jimmy's Chicken Shack? <laughs> Me and Ray uh, are lovely inside your with each other. I came real close to grabbing the uh, Metallica San Francisco Symphony one. Because yeah. uh, when I was on with Brian doing the Spotify thing, mm. the, uh, what is it, guest? listening or whatever the hell it's called yeah he was playing that and it was actually really good but i was also on edible so i don't know yeah yeah. oh edible steve probably <laughs> regular steve probably won't like it yeah again, probably. I, don't, I don't know uh yeah oh also man marilyn manson eat me drink me which it was definitely not on vinyl when that came out that was like 2007 yeah uh that's his in my opinion that's his last great album um it's it's a fucking phenomenal one. Plus, with everything going on right now, I think mm. that's like a perfect time to buy it because whatever. But I saw the section and I was, was like gonna s- look to see s- if they s- had s- a uh, Antichrist superstar, but I was like, I'll never play that. 
He's he's had Antichrist before. Yeah. He's brought it into the shop, but it's always like forty to sixty bucks because that one's almost impossible to find. Yeah, None I've never that, seen it around. He's de- all of that stuff is imported. Yeah. None of Manson stuff is from America. Yeah, because mm. he's never had any of that stuff has ever been on on like actually produced here. But Eat Me, Drink Me, he had a uh, couple of the new albums, which I don't give a fuck about any of the new albums. The brand new one was only like twenty bucks. Um, because that that's on vinyl because vinyl is a thing, and then. The only other like classic album, I think Hollywood, which is a good, I, I don't mind it, but that's that's right where everybody like left off with him. Um, oh, they had uh, Portrait of American Family, which is his first one, which that would be fucking amazing to have on vinyl. And uh, Smells Like Children, but I don't, I'm somebody that I don't really care for Smells Like Children. There's like two good songs on it, and they're covers. Mm. The rest of it's just a bunch of weird bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have the love for it that a lot of other people did. It was one of those things that you listen to when you were. F- 13 because like he had a song called fuck frankie and like you could like listen to it you know what i mean what was the other song was lunchbox on that no oh. and that's um, probably something everyone went back to after antichrist came out right and like found yeah. it then mostly yeah yeah um but it's a bunch of like remixes and shit and it's just weird i don't know i'm i don't care for it you're, th- you're th- portrait of american family has lunchbox it's got fucking um sweet tooth yeah sweet tooth it's got everything on it yeah. wrapped in plastic it's, i mean it's just a it's a flawless album it's not flawless but it's that album holds up. If you yeah. listen to it, a lot of that stuff is fucking awesome still. Yeah. Cyclops, Cyclops, woman. It's like almost like heavy rock and roll. It's no, not that even album. Really... I remember liking. It's great. Yeah. It's, a lot of that album's fucking solid. But they're all like forty bucks, and my. I mean, I know that that's worth it because you're never gonna find that anywhere else. But my brain just goes to like, man, it's the, the internet's a thing. There's gotta be if because these aren't originals. Yeah. So like, there's gotta be fucking repops that you can get for less. But yeah, there is because he's probably getting them shipped overseas, so he's he's footing the shipping costs, so he's selling yeah. them at a higher rate. So yeah. if you looked online, you could probably find. But that is, yeah, if you buy it from Germany, you're also gonna spend thirty dollars to get it here. So like, you know, what right, I mean? right, right, right. But a lot of people are bringing in bigger. Like he might bring in like five copies, where mm-hmm. another person might bring in fifty copies, and they're paying less. Yeah, yeah, true. Per per copy. So they're selling it less. So I don't know. I mean, it's when I have a little more disposable income, I love how legitimately cold that dude is. You can see that he's freezing. Yep. Like you can't fake that. Like that his twitching. fucking chest is all twitching. Mm. Yeah. Look shit. at look at his fucking hands. <laughs> There's you can't fake that cold. That's that's not a that's yeah. not something that you can fake, especially on a show like this. Like you're not gonna act that good. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a big fan of that part. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed it until you pinpointed I it. But you can see. Like, yeah. I, oh, I've seen this fucking season so many times, dude. I watch. I, like, I love all the little shit that comes with this. Have you ever really messed with this? I've seen some of it, yeah. Oh, my God. This is something you should, like, if you just decided one day. Because each season is only, like, eight episodes long. Yeah, I was going to see the fat kid in the hallway now. It's the best. Mm-hmm. The fuck, what, the, what the fuck is his name? Fucking Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> you named your fucking kid after fucking Titanic? I forget the whole thing about the bird bath. But oh yeah, good. yeah! I smashed that bird bath for you because I knew you fucking hated that bird bath. <laughs> That's so stupid. Get the fuck off the jet ski! They got goddamn chocolate and doodle off the handlebars now. All <laughs> <laughs> the fucking episode where they're getting ready to go to the party, and the, he's with the hooker or whatever, and he's like, "Honey, I love you, but you dress like you're a just like a piece fucking of dickhead." Right, talking like about eastbound and down, ladies yeah, and germs. It's the fucking best. <laughs> Honey, I love you. You're a great girl, but, but you, you dress, dress like, like a dickhead. A, you dress like a fucking dickhead. Oh, April, April Big Cannons. I used to titty fuck that girl. I do this the best. The fact that he's got like a piece of shit old Bronco too. I love it. I love everything. This fucking, this show is amazing. I've tried watching all the other stuff. 
Vice Principles was pretty funny. You had to get through it. It was a lot darker. Vice Principles was hilarious at points. Yeah, well, it's because of Walton Goggins. Yeah. He's fucking incredible. Everything that guy does is good. What's that show he was a bad guy in with uh, Tim the Olafant? That show is great, and he's the Justified. best. Yeah. yeah, great, great show. Honestly, great show. Yep. And he was the absolute best part of that show. Tim the Olafant was good, though, too. Yeah. But Walton Goggins was fucking unbelievable in that. What a weird name. Yeah, he was great in The Shield, too. Yeah. See, I've never seen The Shield. Oh, was he in... What is it? The fucking... He was uh, the tranny in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. The Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. was good in that, too. Yeah. Um, He's one of the better character actors still around. Yeah. 100% agree. There's a show that... Well, I'll get into that next time. I'm going to watch the whole season and I'll talk about Paradise City. There's a show that just came out called Paradise City that's produced by the guy who owns Sumerian Records. It's a lot of bands that I, I, I listen to. Um... They put out a movie a couple years ago called American Satan, and me and Gary watched it. Mm. I like I've played some of the songs from the. It's about like a fictitious band, and they do the album's great. The band is called The Relentless, but they've put out real music. Yeah, and the guitarist, one of the guitarists in the show, is actually in a band called Asking Alexandria. The singer, who doesn't actually sing in the band, like it's weird. The guy who they play, the lead actor of the band, <laughs> is the lead singer of. Black Veil Brides or whatever, but he doesn't actually sing on the recordings. Like, they got some other kid to sing, which is probably better off, to be honest with you. Um, but then fucking, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Bobby from Sons of Anarchy is in it. The ex-wife, the uh, J- Jack's ex-wife, the blonde girl, she's in it. Oh, yeah. Fucking, um, in the movie, Malcolm McDowell's in it, like a bunch of people are in it, but in the in the TV show, it's like a spinoff of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a continuation of it. It's actually kind of cool. Randy Bly from fucking Lame of God is a character. He's an actor in it. He plays like a member of a band and shit. It was actually pretty fucking funny. And then uh, Nita Strauss is uh, she popped up the. Uh, she's a guitar player for uh, Alice Cooper's Smoke Show, Hot Blonde Chick, um, ripping guitar player. Uh, but there's like other people that are that have popped up too, and I'm only like two two season, uh, two episodes in. And like a bunch of actors have popped up so far that I'm actually uh, Brittany Furlong, who's uh, Tommy Lee's wife. She's in it. Also not ugly. Um, trying to think of who else is in the band. Oh, that chick that just got in a bunch of trouble for uh, I don't know anything that she's in, but she was OnlyFans and she like got in trouble because she suckered a bunch of people into buying her OnlyFans, but she didn't put anything on it. The fuck is her name? Bella Thorne or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she's in it. Uh, anyways, it's it's. I'm gonna be interested because I, I knew that it was coming out because uh, the fake band in the movie for the movie put out a soundtrack and the whole, almost like Steel Dragon on Rockstar with Mark Mark Wahlberg, like they put out fucking like an actual like songs, you yeah. Know? And the I like the album um, th- that for the soundtrack or for the movie, so they've been putting out covers again. The first one was uh, a Smashing Pumpkin song and it was actually pretty well done. It was one of the songs from. Melancholy, but like one of the more sad songs. And then Probably. Did else. Nah. If I said it, you'd know it. Uh, Mayday? No. What the fuck mm. was it called? Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyways, mm. I'm going to keep my eye on it because we're a music show and it's all, it's about a band and a yeah. bunch of, you know, a lot of people have popped up in it. Like, again, seeing like Bobby from fucking Sons of Anarchy School shit and a couple other people. So, yep. He still looks like Bobby from Sons of Anarchy and everything he's in. Yep. Oh, yeah. He still looks the same. Oh, and yeah. Ryan Hurst. Uh, um, Opie. Opie. Yeah, yep. he's in it too. So there's a bunch of people from that in it. There's a bunch of people 
like musicians is a, a couple of the musicians that have popped up. So, Ryan Hurst off the steroid jet because at one point he got pretty fucking jacked. He looks exactly mm-hmm. the same. I don't know. They, he has he's been in like a coat the couple scenes that he's been, yeah. but he still has the long hair. He still looks like bikes. The are first fucking... first like season he was a normal sized dude, and then all of a sudden he's all fucking. Well, he was. Did you ever see the? I uh, remember the Titans. He was a big yeah. dude before. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. He's not yeah. small. No, but no, he's no. Not, but you're right. He was. He be, he went from like like almost like big Kaz in fucking yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. WWE. Like he just went from like a tall skinny guy to like yeah. Oh shit, you thick. Yeah. You thick as a biscuit, boy. Look at you. Um, oh, and also we decided to Ray just with me and him just started deciding to quote uh, Eastbound and Down. So we're gonna be quoting that in between things. But so I'm gonna the show is called Paradise City. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know if you guys will end up liking it because I don't know if you guys even watched the movie, right? Did you guys no, I don't think no. I did. It's it's fun for what it is. It's interesting because they're, they're trying to bring back like. Is it on like, Prime? Yeah, it's free on Prime. Yep, it's a TV show. There's eight episodes. I'll watch it, give you guys feedback. You might want to watch it just to fucking, because it's music related, and maybe you guys will pull out people that, like, I don't recognize. Um, but, like, there's funny little things, like, uh, one of the co-producers is a dude named Lorenzo, who's a, who's a guitarist for a band called Sworn Enemy. You've probably heard of them in, like, early 2000s, hardcore band. He's an actor now. He's been in a bunch of shit. Um, but him, so there's, like, you know, it's a TV show, so there's, like, other bands and whatever. And uh, Lorenzo and Randy from Lamb of God are in this like hard like bullshit metal band that play this other show, and like Randy plays a, a singer, but he plays like a douchey lead singer. Like mm-hmm. if you've ever met Randy Bly, legitimately the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Like super, he's a surfer, he's sober now, so he's like the calmest dude you'll ever meet. Yep. And he's just like a wicked dick on the show. It's actually pretty funny so far. But anyways, all right, enough of that. Hmm. What um, you guys want to get into music? Yeah, let's, let's do, it. do it. Ray's gonna go first. Uh, so how are we doing this? Am I gonna play the record? Then we're gonna stop it. Play yeah. my other two tracks. Yeah, so yeah. get your talk. two tracks ready to go. Yeah. So he's gonna have to stop it. Hand you the thing. Well, do you want to talk about the song first, and then while he's getting that set up, maybe we should, so we have time to set up. Yeah, yeah. So play way. the first song. Talk about that first song. That'll give you enough time to get the cord plugged in and cool. place the song. So Sounds good. All, All right, right. Hopefully you guys enjoy this. It takes a second. Be patient. It is vinyl. It is vinyl.
Well, I don't know that band, so I can't speak on how good the quality was as far as uh, you hearing the vinyl. But you could also tell that, like, I feel like you could tell that that was vinyl for a band. I don't know how old that is. I believe that's in the 2000s, right? Late 2000s. Yeah. yeah, it's probably five, six years old. Okay. Yeah. But it was solid. Five or six years old. Yeah. It was, uh, it is nice here because you can hear all the, like, the little nuances of the drums and stuff in the background. Yep. So it the is. Bass sounded solid to me. Yeah, it it is cool. Like the vinyl thing, doing this is actually going to be better than it'll I be. Thought. It'll be nice to hear. I mean, it'll depend on what's played next. The difference between like digital and vinyl, like right next to each other. Yeah, well, especially with his phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, does he have the cord? Uh, I oh, do not. Yeah. Should we just play fucking all three vinyl songs back to back? Do you want to just do that? Okay. That way, that way you're not unhooking that thing. Yeah, let's do that. That way it's that easier. cool. I mean, it's yeah. what the fuck does it matter? We no, gotta know. I agree. So take that way you don't have to unplug, 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 yeah. unplug, unplug. Okay, so just take mine. That cool? Oh, you want to like go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, might as well. Just I so you don't have to go back oh, and right. forth with I the cord. Yeah. I thought you meant like just everyone do vinyl, but no, no. Next time I would like to do that, but that's yeah, yeah. that'll be easier to like pick out what you want and everything. Yeah. But but I'm thinking thinking it's just get all three of our vinyl yeah. picks out of the way now. Yeah. Then fucking that way you don't have to get up and down every single time. Yeah. It's more unplugging the cord than it is anything else. Uh, just track one, first track. Should I? Uh, oh, you're gonna set it. You said it. I was gonna say you want me to turn that up, but. So my my track is uh my song my vinyl pick is gonna be next. So you're gonna hear that next. This is trial and error, guys. I kind of like the fact that this stuff is stuff like this happens on you because it's, you can tell that it's real. The Not an ounce of that went out of my window. I tried to. Not an ounce. It I blew tried. right back in. I tried. <laughs> so you might you might as well just blow it out. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Oh my god. This is the best. <laughs> I love this scene. All right. So I'm up next, uh, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy. So get ready. Get ready, motherfuckers.
back. Fuck yeah. God damn. There is a... The vinyl is nice. It is. It's, you just... You hear the differences, Everything's man. thicker. The nuances. Kirk's voice is a little more layered. Oh, yeah, it just felt right. Yeah. That yeah, was nice, guys. Can't say I'm sad about the way that sounded. So we'll get into what these bands are when we actually go through our like our individual mm-hmm. album picks. It's all good, man. For those of you who don't know that band, those two went pretty well together too. Mm. The production style was very similar. Yeah, and even like there's some of the riffing is like. Dooming, you know, so they kind of yeah. fit. So that was good. I like a nice tight fit, Ray. That's all I'm nice tight fit. Tight fit. Tight. It, it needs to be tight. It might get a little end of the previous song, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not worried about it. I don't think any of us are.
had weights actually come down on you like that, but it fucking sucks. Oh, I believe it. It, it. I've had that happen to me one time. My arm gave out, and it fucking, and it's super embarrassing because then you have to like you don't want to call people over to help you, so yeah. you like you have to kind of like shimmy your way out of it and then like crawl underneath it and fucking undo the weights. As you're probably in fucking pain. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I've had the weight come down on me once like that. Yeah. I watched like Whoa. some gym fails and shit on fucking YouTube and fucking. Oh. Uh, Watching some, like, person have the fucking bar handed down to them, like, didn't have it on their hands and just fucking literally, like, dropped it on Dude, their face. that's why, like, I, that's another reason why I'm glad I don't have anybody to spot me, because... That, and I've seen people just taking the weights off of one side of it, uh, you know yeah. what I mean, and just having it, like, drop uh, on yeah. somebody's skull. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's pretty dangerous. Huh? Yeah, but I, I see, you see a lot of stuff that, like, yeah. should be common sense. Like, I yeah. try to take off the weight evenly yeah. as I go, I... You take three more steps, but just fucking do it. Because mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen weight come right off. I've seen yeah. I've had that happen one time too. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention, and the fucking bar, boom. Yeah. Luckily, there's nobody in there. It's all stuff that happened years ago. She was, I'm into that in this, this season. The rest of the seasons, not as good. But in this one, yep, April Big Cannons. All right, uh, do you guys want to do the reviews of those now? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah. yeah, might as well. It's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. I, I definitely could use a rain or something, but I'm going to hold off for now. I definitely need more ice, too, so that's another reason why I want to do those now. So that yeah, I could get up for a, a second. couple cubes. Because that Litchfield... That Litchfield gets you. That Litchfield's strong. Yeah, it got Trust you. Me, it gets you. Oh, yeah. You know you know better than anybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, Ray's pick. I put a Slow Dooms. I didn't know this song. You did, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Okay. But Slow Doom, uh, Cool Wailing Guitar... Cool willing guitars come in, and now the vocals, uh, great quality production, solid guitar work and riffing. Hearing the vi- the vinyl quality is nice also. You could really hear all the, you know, I'm going to say this multiple times with mm. both of your, but um, you could hear all the different stuff going on in the background a little bit more layered than what you normally would through a digital compressed version, especially that style of music for both of yours. Mm-hmm. More so Steve's than yours, because mm. yours was a little bit newer. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, realize this that. is early 90s. Mm. Yeah, and that like. That's where you really do you like all those little fucking nuances in the background. Um, but um, I give it a two point seven five. I liked it. Cool, good song. Yeah, you could hear all the Celtic Frost influences right off the bat, and then they broke out into like a, a candle mass riff. Um, I think this album, um, for anyone that does, doesn't know, it's Dark Throne. What yeah. was the name of the song? Ah, uh, fucking! Let me tell you, it's the first track on the other side. It's uh, Come Warfare, the entire doom. Yeah. So this album. Um, Fenris sings on the first half of the album, and the other dude sings oh, really? on the second half. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. And that. Fenris does a lot more like sing, like almost power metal kind of singing. Yeah, almost than, operatic at yeah, points. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I just swallowed a little, a little nap. Oh, a little, that's okay. Ah, little, protein. Little, fuck them. But uh, yeah, I didn't take lots of notes because my battery is at ten percent. But yeah. um, good song. I would also give it like a two eight. Shit. Do you need? Uh, worst case, you can probably just play it off mine if you need. Do you know? Do you want to? Get you a charger? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. Even, we we can do that. When we, you said you're gonna get up in a yeah, few. We'll yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, because okay. I gotta. I I haven't even looked at my songs, but I want to play it. Yep. Okay. Um, I'll grab my cool. charger from upstairs. You need well, a Type C, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you guys both like that first track. Yeah. We'll go on with Ed's. Go ahead. Uh, walk with knowledge wisely. Real quick, did you know that at all? Do you know that? You don't know that. The crowbar album. Yeah. No. All right, so have all. him go first. All right. If that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, typical crowbar. The vocals were better than I remember because I, re- I know the old stuff more than I know any of the new stuff. So the vocals were more 
prominent, I guess, in the mix. Yeah. I remember them being kind of like way off in the background, and uh, I don't know. I didn't really like them back then. Um, you could hear all the big all the big riffs that you would expect from from Crowbar that you would hear in uh, Old Down and stuff like that. Kind of southern, kind of mm-hmm. sludge. Um, good song. I like that. Uh, I'd also give that like a two eight. <clears throat> cool. Cool. Like I said, uh, Crowbar, Walk With Knowledge Wisely. Uh, great track, slow but steady heaviness to it. Mm-hmm. Heard this plenty. I didn't really take too many notes. Uh, it's obviously a great track. I'm going to give it a three, just cool. because this whole album is just the, fucking... The this album, whole album is just a fucking straight a, fucking... I would call this album like a two nine to a three. I mean, it's 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 one of their better albums. Mm. It's It's... It's untouched. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to glow about it any more than what I already yeah. have. It's, it, it really is. It's a good album. It's a great album. And I'm glad that I we fucking found that. Like, I just mm-hmm. happened to pick it up, and then it, as soon as it tempted both of us, both of our little beady, I just haven't had my hand over it. I'm like, well, I haven't moved my hand yet. <laughs> so I think the last one I heard might have been Sever the Wicked Hand, which yeah. I know is a newer one. But I think it's the last one I heard. That was the other one there, too, Sever right? The, with this, the, again, it's four. So there's yeah. Sever, the, uh, Sever the Wicked Hand, which is great. Um, this one... <clears throat> Some um, I said them all. Serpent only lies, and then yeah. there's one other one I can't remember what the fuck it, what it is. Look up. I'm not gonna have it look up right now. There's four that are that are all together, but Sever the Wicked Hand is great. That's for, I think that's 2011. I think yeah, I think that was the earliest one then, out of that bunch. And then uh, I know them normally, but right now I'm on the spot and I'm tired because I only eat once a day and I eat French fries and Hooters wings. So I'm fucking. Your boy doesn't typically eat like that, and it kind of affects me different ways sometimes. And right now it's affecting me. Not Life's good. blood for the downtrodden. No. No? Let me see. Maybe there's only three that I'm thinking of. No, yeah, so you got to go into the actual album. The Serpent Only Lies, which yeah. is uh, Symmetry Black, Sever the Wicked Hand. On Phil- yeah, maybe I'm thinking of something different. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Life yeah, for so the Downtrodden would be like the only other one I would think that I semi-fucking know a little bit. Uh, Oddfellow's Rest, I know. Yeah. That's 2003, though. Yeah. Time Heals yeah. Nothing, I know, but... It says that it's 2010. I don't think it is. No, it could not. be a reissue. That's right. an old one, right? Yeah. yeah. So there's three yeah. albums that that are the big ones that from since to Sever the Wicked Hand is the one that was the rebirth. I might be getting something else confused with it, but there's three solid albums that the last three are great. That are like jump out at you albums. Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. So check those. That's probably why I couldn't remember the other one because I kept on saying just those three. Uh, all right. So uh, Steve's song. Go ahead, Ray. I'll let you go first. Did you know this? I believe I do. Okay, so that's why I'll go. Well, I know the album. Okay. So I put out very black metal, uh, but the vinyl is helping this. Out of the three, the vinyl helped this one the most. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down. It's also a remaster. All right, so that probably helps all, at all. So. Uh, what's really nice is you can hear all the background nuances, atmospheric keys coming in, chanting section is nice, too. Vocals are a little more screechy than I'm really into, but the rest of the, the song itself like overpowers that and you kind of like let that go um more black metal than i'm used to you liking because when when we play stuff like this sometimes i, I know you're like kind of hit or miss with it mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm kind of impressed that you're like this was your play yeah um vocals are a little more yeah, i said that part the doomy pace change near the end was perfect that like it went from like a two four two five somewhere in there to a 2.75 for that nice. because that end part that end part really fucking sunk it in for me so Oh, go ahead, Ray. Cool. I haven't heard this in a while, but is this I Am the Black Wizard? Yep. Yeah. Awesome track. Uh, has a nice spaciness to it. Uh, then maintains a heaviness, balanced sound throughout. 
Uh, I just liked like the choruses, like the nice silent, um, like moody parts, mm-hmm. you know, like the synthy parts. Uh, great track. I give this a three as well because this is fucking top notch. Yeah, this is uh, Emperor. Um, oh, uh, and the- yeah. I know that shit too, man. Yeah. I haven't heard that in so long. Yep. Yeah. In the Nightside Eclipse, I mean, this might be the first kind of symphonic black black metal album. It was this album and uh, Old Man's Child, believe it or not, was around around the same time. And then there was one other thing. There yeah, was- but I think this was like the one that kicked all that off. I'm pretty sure. They might have been around. What was... Yeah. What well, was Born of the Flicker? Wasn't that like 90? Yeah, but that wasn't that really wasn't synth. That was more kind of gothic, kind of like acoustic. And, and then heavy. what was... And then you get into fucking what? It's Pagan Prosperity, no. The Fall of Man. No, the other one before. The one you have. Uh, the... Yeah, that's The Fall of Man. No. The that's... one with the, the knight on the front? Yeah. No, it's not called... Not The Fall of Man. Uh, Jesus, now I gotta look that up. That one I'm was like 90... That one was like 92. Because Pagan Prosperity was 93 and 94. And that was... That's like crazy Cynthia. yeah we'll see uh ill-natured spiritual, Ill-natured spiritual. i saw it at the fucking record store today yeah and you have that album. yeah yeah i have that when that when yeah. that one come out this is uh 98 no yep no way so this is saying you no got way look at pagan prosperity you, 97 there's no who you old man's child yeah there's no way that came 99 out was like a uh an ep we were listening to that before that revelation 666 was 2000 that makes sense to me there's no way. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's got to be wrong because sure it's showing. Shit his pants. My dog? Born of the Flickering and Pagan Prosperity is showing up as the same year, and there's that doesn't no, make any sense. There's no way. There's no way. Because we, Matt, are fucking. These are right. We were what? listening to them. We were listening to them in 98. Yeah. And you know what Prosperity I could do? Just came out. There's no way Ill Nature came out in 97. 98. Or 98. Yeah, there's no way. Because the, there's no way those two were reversed. Pagan Prosperity wasn't the second album, it was the third album. Unless I'm, Let me see. I could be wrong. Normally, I'm pretty good about my my facts with shit. That that site's usually pretty accurate. But Real let me quick, ah oh, shit, you just missed it. Me and Ray were this. We were this exact scene for Halloween this time. I was Kenny Powers, and he was the right there. That guy. Like, like, I had the same fucking same. You even put the paint face. on his mouth and everything. I have a picture somewhere. Another next to the scene. Right, they have a Wikipedia too, so maybe it'll be in there. I mean, not like that matters, but now I'm, I'm wondering on, yeah. about that. I'm on fucking encyclopedia. Born, I did tell. that too, but yeah, no. One of the flickerings, '96. Pagan prosperity, '97. Ill-natured spiritual yeah. invasion, 1998. Yeah. What the fuck? There's no. I thought they were the other, the other way the around. Born of the flickering was '96. Yeah. Pagan I thought that was like '93. Yeah. So Emperor, I, I knew Emperor was early. I didn't yeah. know it was that much earlier. Yeah, they're they're early. Yeah, like, they pretty Doctor much did Roman probably and, kick that and shit Mayhem off and all that. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. pretty sure they did. I think this was the album that uh, set off the symphonic black metal thing. Yeah, Demu was around back then too, but I think they were also like ninety fucking six or something. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, then you had the Swedish side. You had In Flames, but In, in Flames started like ninety four, ninety five, something like that. Yep. Which was a different like the Jester race. I think is the first one. I always in my I swear to God I always thought the fucking Pagan Prosperity was the third album. They sound they sound different. Yeah, the first album to fuse black metal with progressive and symphonic elements. So yeah. Yeah, makes sense. All right, you guys ready to kick right back in? Yeah, let's, well let's that. pause it because I, I want to. I need ice. Oh yeah, I need ice as well. Yeah. Ooh, I still I just don't have it, guys. I'm sorry. I could probably do other things, but I'm just not gonna right now. Yeah. Fuck it. Someday. I'm going to get my vocal abilities back up to snuff, and then I'm just going to start wowing everybody so we have a little bit more of an element. I'm going to come in like an opera man. 
Oh, Raymond. What's uh? Give me a good uh, give me a good religious hymn. We'll we'll. You should give you should give sh- you a religious hymn. Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Because you're a fucking good Catholic boy. Whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> Give me some kind of a religious thing that your dad would know. I'll sing a couple bars. You should show him that clip and then fool him into thinking that the whole fucking show is like that. And be like, now listen to the beginning of it. Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> I mean, I can do all. Oh wow! I, you I need to hear that shit in the infomercials. That's just your Todd. <laughs> is uh, Green Sleeves a Christian song? Uh, no, I think it's just a Celtic song. Green. Maybe it is. I don't fucking know. Anyway. I'll really get my deep radio voice going for Raymond. Let's get into some tunes. Raymond doesn't want to hear me sing him Christian songs anymore. <laughs> you better believe ooh, it. How is that Christian? I just I'm just I'm just trying to like get that in my head. How that sounds so not, like now now I'm just fucking around. <laughs> now I'm just going like this. All
<laughs> his hair asshole. <laughs> this show is the fucking best. The first season's just untouchable. It's so good. They had lightning in a bottle. Uh, shit, I just hit that by accident. We good? Yep, good. Uh, all right. Steve, go ahead. All right. Uh, Some Slayer-style riffs to kick it off. Uh, I love the tempo changes between the guitar. Uh, vocals are a good thrash bark, blazing solo before breaking back into the song, followed by another wild solo to close it out. I gave it a 2.85. Go. All right, that's a phone. Yep. Um, all right, I'm going to go, excuse me, um, thrash attack. Even though I forgot to put the T-H, so it actually just says Trash Attack, but I meant it to say Thrash Attack. Uh, it has early 90s Bay Area feel to it. Uh, quick Sepultura riff. A uh, riff almost sounded like a CD was skipping for a second. I don't know if anybody else caught that or not, but it was really odd. It kept on almost sounding like it was repeating. I don't know. It, was, it threw me off for a second, but cool choice of uh, way to do that there. Um, separate solo sections were, uh, were both great ripping solos. Overall pace of the song flowed pretty well. Uh, give it a 2-6. Solid cool. The only reason why it got any lower for me was because it, there was a weird part where it sounded like the CD, like it sounded like a CD skipping to me. The way yeah, the I didn't was even set. notice it. It was like early on in the song. It was designed that way, but it was just weird. Yep. All right. Well, this is a band. This came out in '91. This is Atomica, and this is from Disturbing the Noise. This is oh, what did I play? From Beyond. They have like a. It's like a nuclear power plant on the front or something like it's that. It's like some, yeah, it's got like a, a nuclear thing on with the guy's face being like ripped I, open I, I and think shit. I know that album, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. All right, track two. Uh, sounds like some good, solid cock rock, good vocals. Uh, love the guitar uh, underneath the hook and the vocalist. Uh, the vocals are good anyway, but in the hook, he really steps up the vocals. It sounds yeah. a little bit like Blackie Lawless on the hook. Um, nice solo section near the end. I gave it a 2.7. Cool. Uh, extra point for having a wolf howl at the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, dig the vocals, like the chorus, and the song musically has a, uh, has solid hints of Jakey e. Lee era Ozzy, which I really enjoy that era. It's, I feel like it's outside of the couple big songs everybody knows, Rock of the Moon, etc. Those Those songs in general, the albums are better than people give them credit for, mm-hmm. but they're also overshadowed by the loss of fucking Randy Rhodes. So, yeah. um, but Jake, Jake's a phenomenal guitar player. So they uh, actually had a Jake Ely solo album at fucking, uh, Purchase street today. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I remember when he was doing that because he, he was a guest spot on, um, that metal show. And I always meant to go and check out his solo stuff. Cause he's the fucking dude. Dude can rip, man. He's got, yeah. he's got a great, he's got a sound to him too. A lot of people don't realize or recognize oh, yeah. the fact that he's got his own thing, but hmm. he just was, he was the guy that came in and like, it's like taking over after like a bad regime in the the office, you know, like the White House or like yep. if like a company is failing and like you're the fucking next manager in line, like you get blamed for all the fucking failures of the person in front of you, you know. Uh, not it's the opposite of this because the guy, Randy Rhodes was so amazing and such a tragic loss when he died that like nobody that took that job next was going to fucking fulfill what everybody yeah, wanted to Yeah, just like do. Cliff Burton, same yeah. thing, you know. Mm. Jason, yeah, Jason Newsom was a good bassist. Yeah, and he, they got, tra- you know, they trashed the fucking dude. Yeah. Uh, but, whatever. So it's just a hard thing to follow. I mean, you know, it's, it's forever going to be like that. Anyways, um, also, 
sung Honey Dick Steve pretty good. And he even kind of had like a bashful smirk when he realized that the song wasn't done yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. There was a couple of times I thought it was done. Uh, so I gave this song a 2-7. I cool. think me and Steve matched on that one. I liked it. Uh, this is a band I think you both like. It's called Road Wolf. I mean, yeah. It's Wolf. pretty, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And the name of the track is Unchain the Wolf. Nice. Uh, the whole album's just kind of got like, I think the vocals almost have like a Bruce Dickinson type of thing. Yeah. I kind of like bit. that. I see yeah. that. Um, it's just a good fucking driving fucking power fucking metalish yep. band that I kind of got into recently. Are they newer? Uh, this is, I'll tell you right now. This is 2020. Nice. I'll check that out. I'll go back, I'll go out and check that out. The 80s sound, man. Mm-hmm. Whether it's thrash or anything else, just this fucking uh, yeah, chord yeah. there. It's coming back. And I'm, I'm, for one, happy to see that, that music is becoming music again. So, on to the next one. I'm going to play two tracks for you now, too. Cool, cool. It is a little weird now that because like, we did our first song already, so now we're only doing two, so you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But it, it's, it's kind of fun to break it up, too. Yep. Uh, and it's, I feel like the show now is going faster than it normally would, even though it's not. Feel yeah, like it's. T- I mean, I I see why you feel that way though. Just see what I'm because saying? we already did like a song. Yeah, it's it's weird. It always. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of nice to break shit up once in a while, but but. Oh, and to mark this time in history, congratulations to Josh Walsh and his girlfriend. They had a baby. Nice. Congrats, Peyton. So congrats to Joe Walsh. I know you listen to this. Happy uh, Uncle's Day, again. We've had a couple uncle. You're an uncle a couple times now. All right. Anyways, so big shout out to Josh Walsh. All right, guys. Let me get my my fucking. This is probably gonna be loud. So. Yeah, I had to turn right way up. Mm. Yeah. So.
Ass fuck me, Cassie. You know, I think this is Cassandra. It's funny that my sister's name is Cassie. Well, we're back. So I'll be honest. Listening to those songs, I'm glad I still, I'm still glad I played both of those songs, but I probably would have sequenced everything a little bit different Mm -hmm. because my brain had it where I was going to play Crowbar first and then like kind of go right into those other two songs, so they would have been sequenced different. But whatever. I'm glad I played them. So no love lost over bullshit. Uh, Feels like going first. You're more than welcome. Yeah, right. I just put uh, starts off with a catchy riff, some clean vocals, uh, could be a radio track, not too long. I give it a two and a half. Cool. Short and sweet. Yeah, kind of got the same thing. Good catchy tune I can picture on the radio. Catchy mm-hmm. hook and a decent little solo that mm-hmm. I didn't expect. Not my thing, but I can see the charm. I gave it a 2.2. Cool. That's actually Jamie Jossa from Hatebreed. This is old. Uh, now it's old. It's two, almost 10 years old. Uh, it's from his first solo album called yeah. Just Jasta. Um, this is, uh, it's got Phil Labonte from, uh, all that remains in it, but honestly, the little he does in that song, he doesn't need to be in it, but, um, I like that, that album, I forgot how good it was for me anyways, for me anyways, it was the first departure you really saw for him doing like vocal, you know what I mean? Like singing and harmonizing. So that song kind of has like a place in my heart. I, I like listening to that when I'm uh, at the gym, the whole album rips, he's got Zach Wilde on, on one of the tracks that song did make it to radio. That isn't, uh, that's Nikki and Charlie Belmore, I believe, on guitar and drums and bass, who are uh, to- uh, Toxic Holocaust, I'm pretty sure. That's where they're from, the two brothers. And he, they do all of his side stuff. So they're they're the band behind D. Snyder on his new albums. They're the band behind J- Jimmy Joss' solo stuff now. Like, yep. they do everything with him. Um, but uh, I like that album. It's fun. There's a lot of g- cool guest spots. The songs are, like, uplifting and more like he sings more, you know, which is cool. And you don't expect that. Like, if I say that, he, you know, you think Jamie Jossa from Hatebreed, you think like, you know, yeah, dude yeah. shouting and barking, but the fact that he can harmonize is pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, just, I've been listening to that a lot at the gym, and that song just felt like it was going to go well with Crowbar, because I like Kingdom of Sorrow, so my brain is like, that's where it was, because I was going to talk about how that's one thing I was looking for today, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find it, then when it came across Crowbar, also, mm. forgot I had a Crowbar hat on the whole time. Mm. So fucking until I took it off upstairs and I was like, oh shit, that fucking makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I would have never pictured that as uh, Jasta. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole album's good. A um, little more simple in a different way. Um, I don't know. It's just a cool album. It's just, it, it just wanted to, I've, I've never played, I don't think, any of his solo stuff. So this, and that's old solo stuff. That's almost 10 years old now. So again, yeah, kind of cool. Cool. Uh, whoever wants to talk about the next song, go ahead. Second track, I got uh, starts off a little spooky, has a Halloween feel on the intro, then blows uh, up into a full 80s upbeat thrash after that. Uh, good noticeable drums, uh, vocals were interesting, guy had some range, uh, some ripping guitar, I gave this a 2.85. I 100% know this song. Mm. I want to say, Vulture, is it Vulture? It's Vulture, yeah. All right, mm. Vulture is awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe at first this was Butcher, which was Ray's number one, because they're very similar. Yeah, yeah, I, I, see, I see that now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Vulture, um, I took notes thinking it was Butcher, but then I was like, I think it's Vulture. Mm. Um, but yeah, lots of speed, wild vocals, blazing solos everywhere. I love the Roto Tom. Yeah, that's um, that's what hooks me. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the whole album, but the whole album's great. The whole I got through most of this yeah. album. Yeah. They, got a, they released like three albums in the span of like two years or something yeah this was 2017 this is the guillotine yep uh they have a 2019 album and then they have some 
They have like a EP Victim of the Blade in 2016. So yeah. it's 2016, 17, 18. This is the opening track Vendetta of Guillotine. This album fucking rips. It does. I have the I have I think the first one and this one on vinyl. That's cool. Yeah, this album fucking rips rips big time. Do you, uh, you have a rating for it? Uh, I give that a two point eight. Cool. Yeah, Vulture, you'd like them a lot. Mm. It's, yeah. it's a lot like that Butcher. Yeah, yeah it's very it similar. Uh, I ended up going with that one because it had more dynamic to it. I was actually gonna play uh, what song is it up here? Uh, originally, I was gonna play Electric Ecstasy, Ecstasy, which I, I like a lot. Um, but whole album fucking shreds. Yes. So that popped up on that. Uh, Hell's Headbangers or whatever it is, mm. they have a restock of those two out of those finals. And uh, I was like, oh shit, this looks dope. And so I, I went and looked it up one day. And nice. Was so that wasn't stuff. a Spotify find. That was. That was mm. because of that Hell's Headbangers thing. What do you get? Emails from them or something? Uh, Instagram. Oh yeah 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 okay. Instagram. I follow. That's uh, Instagram is how I find most things with yep. music now. That and um. <laughs> so stupid. I love this fucking show. Uh, I find a lot through that, through Instagram. I find a lot through... Um, I don't find anything through fucking Facebook anymore. Facebook is no. a fucking Trash. tumble. It's it's total... It's garbage when it comes to bands. And yeah. Um, Twitter, believe it or not, I only have that on my other phone, my old phone, and I'll go once in a while, I'll go through it because I still follow a lot of like bands and record labels on there and stuff. Yep. And... Uh, YouTube also. YouTube, I follow a bunch of record labels. Yeah. And because it will, you know, hey, you've watched blah, 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 check out this. So that'll come up too for me. Mm-hmm. So between, you know, just Spotify recommendation. Spotify fishing is, we should come up with something like that, like our own thing. But Spotify fishing is probably like the best one or something along those, or drilling, mining, Spotify mining, or, you know. Um, something that has to do with metals. Probably mining. Something yeah. along those lines. But anyway, Spotify mining uh, for like, for, for bands I like doing too because it's but it's kind of easy if you understand how to do it now Bandcamp's like, a good one too Bandcamp I need to dive more into Bandcamp I do have but I, I just don't go I don't really because I've never used it other than a couple bands that I've I've needed to listen to on it yep. I don't really understand the app so I, I don't I, I haven't used the app a lot I use it more on my computer but I basically just go to new music and you go to the metal section mm. and then it'll sit. you can you can do it by best selling vinyl, best selling cassette, that's cool. or just new vinyl, new cassette or new period. That's mm. cool. Or whatever and just uh, usually I'll 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 find bands I know that I didn't release something, but a lot of times it'll just be like, "Oh, that all work looks kind of cool. Let me check out what yeah. it sounds like." Yeah. That's kind of what this was. I, I like a lot of stuff uh, from that Hell's Headbangers on Instagram. Yeah. And um I just thought the vine. I thought the fucking album covers looked awesome. Yeah, they are. They're very, very cool. Fucking. What I should have. Well, doesn't really matter. But there's a different song that just popped up in my head that I could have played with that one. I, I had no idea what I was gonna play tonight because I have a. I have a. I had a different thought process today. I was actually gonna go kind of mellow because mm-hmm. I have a. I have a catalog of like rock and fucking like folk stuff that I've been sitting on. So I kind of wanted to go mellow because I just got done with like on a vacation. So like my brain is kind of like, oh, let me wind down. Yep. But then when we ended up going with the vinyl thing, because that was I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Mm-hmm. So crowbar kind of drove the path that I did there. But Steve's turn. All right, here we let's do it. Go.
that's not what uh, was supposed to happen. I kind of figured that. So uh, let's try song number two again. shorter but it's not yeah it's an hour and 40 minutes right now it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't even feel that long at all feels no. i feel like we've been sitting here for an hour yeah so that's kind of crazy uh ray you can go for some to type in some notes all right i got starts off with a heavy shortly after slows down drums are solid and the guy's hitting those fuckers hard very technical death metal with the squeals not too long fades out shortly after. I give this a 2.75 for being an interesting track. Cool. 
Uh, yep, drums are a standout right away, and song had a nice low and slow vibe to it. Vocals are fitting well, nice chugging riffs. Uh, hits a part where the vocals become more pig squeal, which is killing me on the insides because I fucking hate those mm, vocals. Me too. I fucking <laughs> despise. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. Yep. Rosie knows what I'm talking about. She it's, hates it too. It's okay though if it's done no, in the right no, place. And this wasn't done in the right place. This was done very poorly and ruined this song. I'm sorry, Steve. It fucking ruined the song. The music, take those fucking stupid pig squealy vocals out of here and let that guy sing the way he was singing at What'd first. What do you think about the, the St. Anger snare drum sound? I love that. I it love that. Here. No, you know why I love that? Because every fucking band from 1998 to 2001 at Two Skate Park had that same exact way over-tuned, uh, way over-tightening, yep. way over-tightened snare drum sound. Uh... I love that sound when it's done right. Yeah. In metal, hardcore, like I, I'm used to that. That ping, like that. I like that shit. So that actually made me feel great because I was actually gonna talk about that. Mm-hmm. And the fucking whoever mic these fucking bass drums, holy shit, that yeah. guy was. I mean, he, you can hit him harder, and that's one thing. But they, they, they mic these right because they're fucking. That's not just him hitting them and then them being overproduced. Like the way these bands are produced, you have to have both. Yeah. Like you have to have it mic'd just the right way, and then you have to have a dude who can fucking... I mean, he's putting a fucking like hammer down on that thing. Yeah. So drums were amazing. I liked the low and slow um, the low and slow riffing. I liked a lot of the guitar work in the song. Um, I put a song... Had a, where was it? Uh, the break. There was like a break part near the end, and it became more of like a groove. Yeah. Fucking... Like that saved the song for me. Cause so the music is like a two five, two seven five kind of where he is. Man, those vocals, those pig squealy vocals that kept on coming back. It, it turned out that that was essentially their chorus or their yep. bridge or whatever, or hook rather, I should say. Because I, I like this guy's low growl. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, ne- I mean, Joe Walsh will send me bands that have pig squeals in it. Every time, I'm always like, I just can't do it, dude. Yeah. I can't. I really can't do it. I usually don't like it myself. And I've, I've tried a million times, and I've tried it a different million different ways. Like Mike Jakes likes a lot of bands like that. And every time, I'm like, dude, I just can't do it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't. I try so hard, and I just don't like that style. And this, I'm a dude who can like. You know, I got. If I really fucking sit here, I can hit different shit. I'm not obviously not a fucking professional, so don't take my word on that. But what I'm getting at is like, I understand what it takes to be able to do that. And to be honest, it's not that hard. It's way harder to do what that guy started off doing yep. than to hit those pig squeal things. Yeah. Pretty much anybody, if you just understand the technique of the pig squeal thing, it's not that hard. That's why it blew up, because like, I think just like uneducated singing people like were belting that out for a little while mm-hmm. that's not this situation that's mm-hmm. not this band but I, there was a what i'm getting at is there was a big boom of like deathcore, right yeah like in the late 2000 like early 2010s and every band had this yeah and there's a difference between like a low or like a higher pitch like squeal or scream and then like that pig squeal like you know it when you hear it mm-hmm. and it fucking kills me every time so i i'm i feel i like it it upsets me <laughs> like when, it, when shit like this happens because I love the fucking... I actually have really grown to like that groove death metal thing that you, like, are... You know, that's your that's your thing. Yep. So now that I can, like, jam out to it, I'm, like, getting into it, getting into it, and then all of a sudden I hear that fucking... <laughs> shit, like, I'm like, oh, God damn it, yep. dude. Sorry, man. You I know, know what I'm talking I kind about. of feel that way about the band in general. Mm. The one he does the pig squeal. Is it all the time? 
Every it's, song? Uh, it's it's on a lot of them, but only not like the whole song. Kind of like this, Still. where it's like a section. Yeah. Like there's there's one or two songs maybe that I I can't even think of what they are off the top of my head where bands kind of do that, and I'm like, all right, because it's not full blown. Like this guy went full. It's just like I'm just gonna say, it, like Tropic Thunder. Never go full retard. Never go full pig squeal. Like never never actually go that far. Never actually and never and never do multiple octave pig squeals because then you're trying too hard. Yeah. So never go full retard and never fucking and and never fucking go full pig squeal. So the song got a two point one five. All right. Because and it averaged out the music. Take them stupid pig squeals out with the regular vocals like I had going on there. I feel like Gary right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like a two seven five like where he is. I'm gonna give it yeah. that. So musically, Ray's right. Pig squeal, get the fuck out of here. I got you. I got that. The uh, that is Sanguisugabog. Oh no! The whole album finally dropped this week, and um, that was one of my. I don't remember the other stuff sounding like that. They have some pig squeals. The, the this is more of like the other stuff. I think was more black metal. No, the demo no. was more like straight up death metal. Yeah. This is yeah, like, that's more what this I is like brutal death metal. Yeah, okay. what, if you can figure out the difference. I mean, I know in my head, but I know a lot of people don't know yeah, the difference. Yeah. I know, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You can tell by the snare sound. You can tell by the pig squeal yeah. shit. Mm. But they had that on the demo too, just not on every song. Cool. I'm bummed out by that because I wanted to listen to that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll give it a chance. But man, if it sounds, it's fuck. Listen to it, and you, it sounds fucking massive in your car just because of the drums and shit. Yeah, and I, again, I can picture that. Like it's, ah oh man, that hurts me so bad. I had a feeling that it was something like that because the they sound they have like hardcore shit going on. Yeah, like the drums are, that's hardcore band. Yeah. Oh, he already came in his pants. I love it. See, she's weird because she like. They must have shot this over a bigger period of time because yeah, she's cause super that, super skinny here. In that first one, she was kind of thick. In second, well, no, one, she's and, thick. and now, yeah, yeah, anything anything after these like couple scenes where she takes her shirt off, she's yeah. like, she's. I I think well, I'm just gonna just April April from fucking through season one and down. No, from all I don't care. I don't get thick April. I like too. Mm. She was thick in the first episode we watched, and then the second one she was skinny again. Yeah, the rest of the series she gets like. Thick, and I'm. I love. Listen to me. I don't care. It's something about that lady. <laughs> Katie Mixner is a real name, by the way. Yeah, she doesn't really do anything for me. Mm. Sorry, man. I know. I know what it is in my brain. I think it's but something about the the tall, dark, and mysterious. I like it. That's me and my foot. Oh, I did that too, by the way. I was getting way into like one of the songs that we were playing on the vinyl earlier. Yeah, and I tapped my foot. And me and Ray both kind of looked at each other, and he went, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, "I know, I know." Like I fucking, I'm like, "God damn it, I can't get, I can't get to it." Yeah. Uh, so go ahead, Ray. All right. On the second track, is that Roki Erickson? Sure is. I could kind of tell because he's got that fucking. He kind of repeats himself on a lot of his tracks. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a good song. Yep. I gave it a two and a half just because it's kind of like I said, it's a little trepidatious with yeah. the vocals, but it's good nonetheless. Uh, yeah. I don't know a lot from him. This like popped up the other day. Oh, he's got like, like oh, a lot of dark stuff. Good. Yeah, yeah. You know, Night of the Vampire. No, no that's like the shit from fucking Return of the Living Dead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like yeah. that's Roki Erickson. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put <clears throat> for this one very seventies mm-hmm. feel to it. Uh, high gain tune, but so far so good. Singer has a Robert Plant feeling to him. Uh, song was a little repetitive with that like. 
Something the dog. Whatever the fuck he's saying. Two headed dog. Whatever yeah. the fuck he's saying. He just kept on saying it, but whatever. Uh, and I'll be honest, it ended way shorter than I expected. Yeah. So even though it was a little repetitive and really short, it's uh, not too bad. I still give it a two five, two point five. Yep, it's uh, Two-Headed Dog is the name of the song, and it is Rookie Erickson. Two-Headed Dog! Two-Headed Dog! <laughs> I'm going to have that stuck in my head now. Oh, yeah. For a while. Yeah, not a bad tune. See? And no pig squeals. No pig squeals. No pig squeals. I'm going to try to figure out what... I'm not going to say Two-Headed Dog again. I was going to originally sing it. Two-Headed Dog! Two-Headed Dog! Uh, Ray, can we please get you a vanity license, please? This is Panty Dropper. We'll figure out how to spell it on there. It could be like P N T Y D R P R dropper. If you're paying, let's do it. I think it's gonna be eight characters. <laughs> I'll pitch in. <laughs> let's get some sponsors on the show. <laughs> Fucking, I'll pitch in all day long. You know why? <laughs> I was just gonna do it. But I decided not to. I think I, I think as much as Steve puts up with some shit that I do, I think after a while that shit goes crazy. Although it can't be any can't be any worse than when fucking Gary Ace of Space his shit. But that's always funny too. So we do miss you, Gary. I miss you on the show. We gotta we gotta bring back the regular shows again. Yeah, next time we do a Sunday show, probably. Well, actually, no, not gonna not gonna be for a while. Probably a couple weeks. But uh, all right. Well, um, good overall song. Good overall mix of music today because this one was like we literally pieced this one together as we went. Yeah, yeah, it was like, very on the go. Yeah, and we've been we've been hanging out since like one thirty, so it's uh it's now about eight o'clock and we're just chilling. Gonna have a little more whiskey. Gonna enjoy ourselves and talk amongst the gentlemen's here. Um, there was something else musically I was gonna bring up, but I can't remember what the fuck it was now. God damn it. Uh, something about the show I wanted to bring up. It doesn't matter. All right. So next time, I don't know. We'll come up with something. Next time, I think we have to do, I think next Sunday we'll still be able to get a show in. Next, not Sunday, Saturday. We'll and still be able to get a show we in. We'll be reviewing Razor, yeah, Razor. Execution of Song. Yeah, because I flat out forgot about that. No, you were busy anyway. Yeah, I mean, every other week, two weeks separate, it does help it out a little bit. Yeah. And then, uh, We'll go from there. So, hopefully everybody enjoyed this. I definitely want to do more. Man, it's like a new shiny toy. Maybe maybe next week is uh, three vinyl day. Maybe we'll figure out how to do it in a different way instead of blocks of three. That way, we don't have that space in between and like change of records. Maybe we could just have do almost do like a regular show and just throw on a song. And while we're talking, we'll decide what else somebody wants to throw or we can on. Just, and just... Or we can just hit pause. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, if I mean, it's I would still like to do nine songs because it, it feels right. Yeah. Um, because it three 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 times three is six six six. So I don't think that's actually the. But it's cool. you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Steve knows what I'm saying. Three 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 times two would be six six six. Yes. I think you're putting too much thought into it. I think you think about everything too much. Yeah. <laughs> trepidatious vocals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was waiting. I, I didn't want to do it this time. I busted his balls too much about cheese curds earlier. I didn't want to be the guy to bust all about trepidatious vocals. He didn't say trepidatious. He said trepidatious. It's like, you, like you're doing some dishes. You know it. 
yeah, I, I mean, we can brainstorm it because yeah. it's up to you. I mean, we can do one song, talk about it, one song, talk about it. I mean, it's going to take, essentially, apparently, it takes the same amount of time. Yeah. Um, the only thing that sucks is you're the one guy, because of the way we have to set it up doing this. Mm. Somebody's got to be the DJ. Well, it's, it kind of falls on Steve, this yeah. setup, yeah. because of the way we have to sit, set up the table. Eventually, I'd l- we are. I'm gonna try to make a spot in the basement, and I'm, I'll probably try to do that soon because I don't know. I don't know. It's just time to switch up some shit in the house. So, if I could set everything up and have like, you know, yeah. somewhat of it blocked off, so we know, you know, like have that in the middle of the table, and we know that it's good there, mm-hmm. or have like a spot where we can all reach it, or whatever the situation is. I don't mind doing it. I know, it's, but it's at the same time. I don't know. It's, for the for the show, I mean, we're not going to do that every week, but yeah. it's like a shiny new toy right now, and it would be kind of cool because I have a stack of fucking vinyl I've never spun before mm-hmm. because I just bought it and never even listened to it. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to. It's kind of interesting listening to vinyl on uh, headphones, by the way, as well. Yeah, I've never done that. Yeah, normally, I've, I just listen to it outright. Yeah, you know, I've never done that before. To listen to vinyl on headphones. You, that's how you listen to it, isn't it? No, not usually, but I do sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounded it sounded good. I don't know about we all have we've gone over that a million times that we all have way different sounding headphones too. Yeah. Like, yeah. That all kind of fits the way we like our music sound, but um, everything sounded fucking great. I mean, and and you can tell the difference between <clears throat> vinyl and yeah, you could tell vinyl and as soon as we played the digital stuff, you could tell there was certainly a difference. No matter what era it was, there's a, definitely a difference. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. Because we all. I mean, there was a pretty good span there. Because I played something that was. About ten years old, but <clears throat> moderately produced because that that was super DIY. That the, Joss's stuff, he, like you said, that takes care of my phone issue. I kind of like yeah. to hear them uh, like a side by side, like the same song. I mean, the only, th- I mean, anything I could do that real quick, or you could do. I mean, we could, I don't give a fuck if you guys have something, whatever the do what we could do, just a quick comparison. I mean, not maybe not right now, but well, maybe we could pause, you know. We could probably just stop it and do it off the show. Yeah, just because it'd be interesting to fucking yeah. see what uh, what would happen with it. Because it's it, it is, it, 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 you can hear. I th- I think I feel like you could hear. It. I know this album pretty well, and I I went through a big crowbar listening party like a week ago. I listened to three or four albums in a row. Yeah, and I I can I know that song, and he knows that song pretty well too. The honestly. The one I would want to do through headphones, I would probably go in there and dig out down. Cause uh, here that time we listened to it outside, it's I've never heard. I know that album front to back. Yeah, better than probably any anything else I would know. And like it sound, that's the only time in my entire life it's ever sounded different was mm-hmm. when we played it outside on vinyl. It just sounded. I could. I'm not crazy, right? Or do you not remember that when we? No, I remember in, you saying that. Yeah. It just sounded different. I don't think it was something I noticed, but you definitely said that. It sounded way different. Yeah. I mean, and, and I fucking I know that fucking album, dude. Like I know it digitally. I know it on CD. I know it on, live very well. I just, I've never heard. That's the only time I've ever heard it sound different. Like I've, that's the only time I've ever heard that, not feel like. I don't think that album has any problems. I think that's one of the. I think, in my opinion, that's. If you really think perfect albums, there's only a handful of truly perfect albums. And perfect album is a, a super eye of the beholder thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's interpreted by the person listening to it because what you might find perfect 100% in the other person's right. ears might not or ever hear. Yeah, that would ever. be one to me also. Yeah. That's one of those albums that we all know what it sounds like and to hear it. And we can play it back to back digitally versus vinyl because mm-hmm. it's just. 
it, it stand it stood out for me personally big time and it's and i think it's a personal album for the three of us we all know that album super well i mean yeah. i don't know what else nothing that you guys bought today would i don't know anything you guys bought yeah. today and you, I mean, it's not you guys know that he is legend album and then i don't know what else i have and i mean i i slayer rain and blood but no nah, that one makes the most sense i'll dig that out that'd be interesting that that'd probably be the best one to be like oh do we hear a fucking difference yeah. I mean, we could pause it real quick and do a bonus little segment here. Fuck, we're already almost two hours in. I don't give a fuck. Hey, do you guys want to hear a poll to our listeners? Do you want to hear two down songs back to back? Hey, guess what, cunts? You're going to listen to it now. Or you can just turn it off and see us next week. Bye.
think anything different. That feels sped up. It feels sped up to me too. So I don't know if it's. No, it's probably just the, the motor. It's probably a little bit fast. Okay, because it's definitely a little bit sped up. Yeah. But there are definitely a little bit differences. So, <clears throat> sped up or not, Phil's vocals are definitely more isolated on the vinyl. You can hear him, like the mix is a little bit different. So yeah, it is a little bit more sped up. Uh, where Crowbar didn't sound sped up to me. So I don't know how or why that happens with certain vinyl. That's the one thing with vinyl that's going to happen. Uh, unless you can like like raise old school one where you can like fucking like hand pinpoint where you want it to be, which is kind well, of annoying. Can, yeah, with these, there's, there's really only two speeds. You can change the speeds. Do you have the slip, the slip for it too? The I think motor. Maybe. Some motors will go either a little slow or a little fast. A lot of them aren't like right on on point. Yeah. I can actually test to see how fast this goes. I just got to find the app again. I already have the... Uh... I have the song pulled up, so if you, I don't know if you want to hand me the cord or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll slap that right on there. Um, but the uh, the drums are a little, you, like, so you can hear the difference. Like, uh, everything's more isolated, uh, meaning, like, separately, meaning, uh, I'm going to explain it the right way, because I don't know if isolated is the right word. The, sounded, the vocals are more isolated. It sounded more raw. Yeah, you can hear, uh, like, each guitar note a little bit better you can hear um the drums are kind of like a they're mixed a little bit differently it's not all together i feel like on either cd or even digital i feel like everything is a little bit more muffled so granted that was definitely sped up a little bit because that last note that especially if you can't tell by any other note you can tell typically right away but the very end that down to down to down like it's slower than that it's a lot slower than that. yeah it's probably a second or two behind that um but that, I mean, it doesn't ruin the song. If you showed anybody that, they'd probably, metal fans would probably like that more if it was mm -hmm. a little spit up. Um, the speed is the biggest thing you're going to notice right now. And I, I don't blame that on the record. I, it just is what it is. No, it's probably that. I, I'll tell you in a minute once I... Uh... But you can definitely tell... Um, the biggest thing is Phil's vocals. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. It's, without a doubt, the biggest difference. Personally. I could be crazy, and we're about to listen to it, and maybe it's just because it's a little bit sped up, but I don't think that's it. I think it's, <clears throat> I really do think that a little bit more of a, almost like a, like a gainy, like, or like a crunch on the guitar, so you can hear that, that's a little more separated, and you can hear each individual guitarist, especially listen to it through headphones on vinyl, is even more different than what we did it outside. You can kind of hear, you can hear the difference between the two of them, we're on, I feel like digitally, I don't, I feel like they kind of just become a unison. Yeah. And the drums are definitely more pronounced, and you can kind of hear a little bit more of the rawness that Jimmy Bauer has when he plays, which is kind of wild. So that could be crazy, but again, I don't know if Ray noticed anything different. But, but like Steve said, I think I just noticed it sounded a little bit louder. It sounded like it was like more raw. It had like almost not live, but like it had like almost like yeah, I, I agree. You know. clarity to it yeah it had a clarity to it. It, it you felt like you were in a room with them mm. versus like, like i was thinking recording studio in my head yeah it, it sounded a little less compressed yeah yeah so it's supposed to be 33 and a half beats per minute uh revolutions per minute it's 34.72 so, it's so a it was fast. a little bit faster yeah. okay yeah, i mean that's a it's kind of obvious but that's kind of wild that that can do that yeah so is that every album that that thing plays is going to be like that probably uh, there is a way uh, to fix that. I think maybe change the belt on the on the turntable or something like that. See, what, the Crowbar album sounded fine to me. 
Yeah. But, I, but that's also a faster, you know, and I don't know that Plus as it's well. it's slow anyway. So yeah. Well, actually, you might notice that. Actually, they're both probably about the same speed. All right, I'm going to hit, uh, I mean, uh, keep the mics live, and then we'll fucking dissect it. All right. Right away, it's slow. Okay, how far away feels the sound? Feels the biggest difference. All day long. Right? We have the mic live. I agree, you can hear him like way undertone right now. Popping before. Everything. Bill's mix is way in the back. And the drums. The drums. Hear the difference between the drums? This is an interesting section. This is the vinyl sounds way thicker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like Ray's assess- uh, assessment of it where it sounded like you were in the room with them. And you're, yeah. you're right. It sounds like you were, you've ever been in a room when a band is playing, like just a room. That's what it sounds like. It's like, oh my God. This sounds like the way I know. You know? And honestly, the CD sounds just like this. Probably ruin it for people who would just want to touch it. Yeah, Keep it on in the background when we talk about it, because I mean, it's very different. But yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt when we were listening to the record. Like when I said "raw, raw," it's it sounds like you said "raw, like, raw, raw, <laughs> more raw." Yeah, more raw. It sounded like you were in the room, like yeah, yeah. like like it was almost like it wasn't even mixed down. Yeah, it's just you're right there. Feels the biggest difference. Oh yeah, for sure. And and now that we just listened to the back to back, even if this was the exact same timing, it, that's gonna sound different. Yeah. A timing thing doesn't make the vocals more pronounced. No. And it I, doesn't. I I thought it was fast. You could tell just like just a split second. That right there alone, the riff, that yeah. riff. So being a little sped up, Phil's vocals are gonna sound a little bit higher pitched because it's like thing like chipmunks, right? Like the the chipmunk cartoon. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the overall placement in the acoustics mix. and the mix of the, the album. The vinyl 100% separates like each each member of the band. Yeah. And this is a perfect album for that because it's recorded in a live, it's on tape, uh, live in a room. They didn't do a million takes. It wasn't hyper fucking compressed and to sound like it was going to be good for headphones. This is one of the most raw albums you really can buy. Um, that's why it stands the test of time. Now I'd like to hear the difference between this record player and what it sounds like on a much more expensive one like the one I have in my house now. I would love to hear the difference there. Yeah. Because the good. needle makes all the difference in how everything sounds. I mean, you can change that needle out, right? The yeah, needle. you can change that needle. Yeah. But isn't it like a, like a clip-on thing, right? Yeah. 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 I'm almost tempted to do this with like one more, like a Pantera song or something or... I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what else I have back there that you guys would know as well. This was the perfect thing to do this with. Yeah. What's now that we've done this with something we know though? This is a fucking cool segment to do. Wow. Yeah. This is a cool segment to do with pretty much anything because yeah. even if you don't know it well, 
Like if we listen to them back to back, like, hey, let's listen to the vinyl first and then throw on the digital. You don't need to listen to the digital all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like you can get the difference right away, obviously. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. So this this is a good point to prove to people that like some people might prefer this sound because this is what their ears are used to. Yeah. I I love both for, personally for this one because it's a hard one. This is very close and near and dear. And we picked a song that like man, if you're a down fan, if you don't like the song Lifer, you're not a down fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this this song is this band. I mean, people will tell you like. Stone the Crow or Hail the Leaf or fucking Temptation Queen. This is the fucking song. This yeah. is the song that, in my opinion, really like encapsulates everything this band was is different about them than a lot of the band. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, phenomenal album. Nola, go check it out if you've never listened to it. Um, Phil Anselmo, absolutely at his pinnacle vocally, uh, or pretty close to it. I'll be honest. Oh, I yeah. do think live. I think. Man, 2002, 2004, he was pretty untouchable. When the second Down album came out and the first Super Joint album came out, the first Super Joint's just like that with this, man. It's it's as close. It's as fucking... His vocal performance on those is yeah, this was goddamn his, untouchable. This was his pinnacle vocal performance. Overall, you're right. Because yeah. think, think about when this came out, right? Think about the fact that... Kind of reinvented himself with this album. Yeah. Really. I mean, this is right around the same time. This was recorded right around the same time. Uh, they took a little bit of hiatus, I think. I just looked at it. If this came out. It came out in '95, I believe. I, f- I feel like this is when he started doing all the like layered vocals, yeah. recordings, and all that kind of shit. Yeah, August 29th, ninety-five, which is my that's my brother's birthday, but uh, he was two the day this album came out, which is kind of crazy. That is fucking nuts. That's nuts, right? Um, so I gotta send that to Ben because I didn't know that. I don't know. I don't know. So this was '95. So this is after the great, uh, yeah, after the great Southern Trim Kill. This is right around when the 101 Proof Live came out, which is the pinnacle of live albums, which we've talked about before. And Steve almost grabbed it, and I also almost grabbed it. And the reason why that's still sitting there, Roger, is because it's overpriced. Yes. Sorry. What they want for it? Forty-two dollars. Yeah. yeah. I think I can go on like Discogs or whatever yeah. and get it for like twenty. Yeah. He knows what it is though. Yeah. He knows what it is. He's not stupid. He knows that shit, but it is a little overpriced. If that if that shit was thirty five to thirty eight, yeah, I would have. I probably snagged it at thirty five. I would have bought it all day long. Not even a question. That that's one of those albums we've talked about that before. Like, if you want to show a, a person, like, oh, what's I want to get into Pantera? What 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 album to listen to? Don't listen to any of the the studio albums. Listen yeah. to that one first. If you want to hear the ferocity of a fucking live band encapsulated in a fucking recording. I don't think there is a better live album. I mean, Kiss Alive, but Kiss Alive was technically studio. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was designed to be listened to like like that. It was kind of bullshit. Like yeah, you know, this, it's still... this is raw enough to be a live album, but not raw enough to like make it sound raw. You know? Yeah, and that sound like shit. Yeah, and the crowd. God damn. Yeah, dude. That's how a Pantera show sounded, and maybe maybe it gets lost on people who never got to see them, but. Plus, I always remember that being like a very loud sounding album. Oh my god, you know, it's it's fucking just it's like so in hearing your face. the bass and fucking everything just like right there. It also highlights the idea that like nobody's a front man now. Just hear Phil talking to the crowd. Nobody hear Rex's bass. Answer me. Hear the fucking bass. Everybody's just a singer now. Nobody's a front man. Correct. Oh, you're not wrong. There is a difference between a front man and a singer. Yeah. Well, like a that's a great conversation. That's a good one for a theme episode. Like, 
play. I mean, the problem is we're going to play the same like three front, front men. We're going to play Danzig. <laughs> we're going to play Phil from fucking Pantera. Yeah. And like, you pick your third because that's there's not very many. Yeah. But the age of the front man is gone. It's yeah. not. Axel Rose is probably the next one. You know, like the the fucking David you know, Rocky. Dave Rocky? Yeah, but that was odorous. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not, it's, or he was a man in a costume. I mean, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper is the band, though. Yeah. A front no. man in the... Uh, yeah. Marilyn Manson. Well, he's, like, kind of putting on a show. Yeah. But it's, I don't... Like, yeah, if the I name is... It, yeah, if the band is... Like, Charlie's... Charlie Daniels Band. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, if, the, if the band is named after you... Bob Seger. You know what I mean? Like, if the band is named after you, no shit, you're a front man. Because the name that... It's your band. I'm talking, like, a band that, like... Like, Hetfield doesn't count, even though he is a front man. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe 80s Hetfield, but because I feel like he gets lost in the, because he plays guitar, maybe. Because yeah. I wouldn't throw Mustaine. Even though they're, they're front men, they're not. You know, like, yeah, yeah, no. When you to think me, Metallica, a front man think, is like, he's the Henry singer. Rollins. He's the singer, and he's yeah. also, he's got tons of charisma and personality, and like, he talks to the crowd and whatever. That's Peter Steele. To me. Yeah, he was a front Peter Steele's, yeah. no, and also intimidating. There's a larger-than-life feeling to these guys that we're talking about. I look at Mike Patton. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, no, no. That's a good he's one. A because fucking, uh, cause he's the band isn't named after yeah, him, and he's in multiple he's bands, and nut. he's still the fucking... Yeah, I've <laughs> seen the only know. one... The only band of his I've ever yeah. seen is Phantomus. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I never saw Phantomus. I saw the other one, Mr. 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 Bungle. Bungle. Yeah. Uh, what was... Oh, <clears throat> now, now, because we're still talking about it. I want to... Here's what we're talking about, guys. Mm. Here... here Here's what we're talking about, guys. Just so you understand what the fuck we're, what a fucking front man does. Where is it? Uh, t- turn me up here, Steve. T- turn me up here, turn Steve. Me up. Yeah, turn me up. Gotcha. Here, Rex's bass. Here, okay. here, Rex's bass, guys. Answer me, you hear the fucking bass? Yeah. Yeah. On the Cowboys right. I'm, 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 so called We're going to cut that motherfucker in half. Let's see everybody break their neck in the air. One, two, three, move. Oh, isn't that a live stream next Friday? What? Uh, yeah. No. That's a nice. Fucking listen to this goddamn guitar work. <laughs> 